Welcome to the Kinship Care Liverpool podcast. My name's David. As always, thank you for another week of the best, the worst, and in between to being a kinship care, a kinship kid, and everything in between. And this is, uh, as always, you want to get in touch with us. The easiest way is through our social media, through the Facebook, the the, the, the Twitter, the new Kinship Pod, Twitter, through the Instagram, through uh, lots of different ways, through the uh, the main website itself. Uh, so, obviously, if you are subscribing through any of the servers, whether it's Deezer, with Amazon, Spotify, whatever it would be. If you comment, like, subscribe, you share, please do. You know, it always helps everything you know, get as big as it can be. Uh, but obviously, if you do comment on there, if you, you know, I'll endeavour to track down the comments and obviously comment on back on it. Uh, but obviously, you can email on the email uh, directly to ourselves. Um, now, this episode is going to be. Uh, there's a recent. Um, if if anyone watches it, this is going to be about family group uh, conferences which is something that a lot of kinship families go through a lot of a lot of families in general will go through but uh, if you've been watching uh, eastenders recently uh, the the just there's a, there's a storyline going on at the moment where stacy uh, the character of stacy slater uh, her her daughter and i believe she's only about 14 15 uh, has got pregnant with another another young child uh, in i think it's I want to say his name's Jack, but it might be Max. I forget what is the guy's name. It's the copper who's in it, and his uh, son's got her pregnant. And this was kind of like a way for the family to get together and discuss what they were going to do, because obviously the, the child was keeping the, the baby, uh, but obviously they didn't want them to you know, stop studying. They didn't want them to basically put their life on hold. And it was about who was going to be basically looking after the child in some in some way it was a way of doing sort of unofficial kinship um and and the thing that so within this episode and say it's i might put a link in regards to the particular episode that it occurs on uh but the the main kinship charity kind of crowed about this in regards to the fact that there was this family group conference and one of the main reasons was because um one of the things when they did the the children's commission um thing that happened over the last couple of months one of the things they kept on going on about kept on harping on about was how uh they really wanted to embed these family group conferences into part of the whole process which i think it kind of is and if you've had one and a lot of people have this will either be the the best hour you'll ever have which will which will just you know get everything in place and make things a lot easier or it will be the most pointless hour you'll ever have uh now i've i think i think in our family in our kinship family we've we've done we've done two of them uh both were of utter of no use and one of the things that really i didn't like about the fact that they were talking about it was the fact that they didn't really address the fact that one of the things that would say, so if you don't know what these things are, if, you, if you're new to everything, if a family group conference is when you essentially are having a kind of a, a, a um, intervention kind of thing where like the family are all getting together from all sides, family, friends, neighbours, whoever it is, who is going to be part of the child's life. And it's looking at what they can do. It's really about looking at the support network and really in that sense 
it is a really good idea to basically sit down and have people come together and say, this is what the support network for this family, for this child is going to look like. Um, and again, there's no, there's, there's absolutely, you know, that sounds like a perfect idea to find out, okay, you've got all these uncles, all these aunties, grandma, grand, grandparents, dad, mother, whatever it would be, friends, family. Uh, and it's to look at, okay, so these people can, you know, do these things. These are the people who we know can help out if we need medical help or we need people to babysit or whatever it would be. But the one problem that they don't address, and they didn't address it throughout the, the show, uh, is the fact that there's nothing legally binding in this meeting. So basically, you will grow, you'll get together, you know, um, you you essentially you you'll give out a a an invite to everyone who you want to be there, and usually what happened, which what happened to us, you know, we we sent invites to about 30, 40 people, of which I think twelve people turned up, and of those 12 people 12 you know 10 of them more or less said they would help they would do you know things like that they would help with contact they would help with looking after the child babysitting everything like that and then we never saw them ever again or most of them we never saw again and there's nothing legally binding with this meeting there's nothing you don't you don't have to sign anything you don't you basically all you would do is the 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 person who is like administrating it adjudicating i suppose it would be uh takes down the notes of what's been said who said that they would do things and we all get sent a copy of it and that's it and there's no legal binding from it there's nothing you can come back and say well why have you not done this why have you not helped with um with contact or babysitting or looking after the child or you're know, taking them to hospital or anything like that um or financially or anything like that uh, there's nothing financial. There's nothing um, legally binding with this meeting, and it's one of the things that when they started talking about it, I've I've brought this up hundreds of times where I've said to them that if you're not going to make this legally binding, the meeting actually means nothing, um, and that's kind of what happened with ourselves. You know, we had people who basically promised us the earth. They promised us that they would help out with contact, which is you know. If you think about contact, it is a really complicated thing to do a lot of the times, especially if if you've got parents or you're, you're on the kinship side, if you've got parents who are demanding like once a week or twice a week or whatever it would be, you have to sort of facilitate that. Um, you know, once once the once the authorities have, have stepped back, you know, they are looking for you to start facilitating it. And if you've got, if you can sit there and say, okay, well, we've agreed twice a week. Okay, fine. And the reason we agreed was because five people within this family group conference said that they would admit, you know, they would supervise or they would look at it or they would help transport or anything like that. And there's nothing binding. So when you then ring up to say, okay, what what can you do for contact? Oh, I'm busy this week. And then you get that repeatedly repeatedly and you can turn them around and say to them look you know you said that you would help and they will just say yes but I, you know, do i have to am i legally bound and the answer is no there's nothing that legally binds them to do anything and that's the biggest issue with the family group conference the other thing that's an issue with it is the fact that there really is no set 
you know, structure. You know, you will have, as I say, you'll have usually an adjudicator there who will who will take notes and things like that. But in regards to what what happens, who's going to say what, when, why, it is essentially for, for our one. I mean, I remember the first one that we did. It just broke down into almost a a a a group therapy session where we ended up having to almost explain to the other side of the family why we were taking the child in and a lot of the times that's one of the things i would say is the the big issue with the family group conference is that you kind of get the feeling that they really should be briefed everyone who attends should be briefed on the circumstances of the child and a lot of times they're not you know we would we were asked you know no word of a lie we were asked what you during this family group conference why we're taking this child away as if we were like this was a plan that we had all along. Like this wasn't that we were, you know, stepping in to help someone. No, we were being asked, you know, why wasn't I invited? Why wasn't I um, involved? Why wasn't I doing, you know, you know, why are you taking this child off this mother? And you then realize that, you know, the mother hasn't, or the, the mother and father haven't told these people why this child. And, you know, in our circumstances, it was uh, quite a, uh, a, you know, quite a, a, a very negative thing to, you know, to even discuss. And you you don't want to be the one who says to grandparents and uncles and aunties who probably think that their you know their lovely you know their lovely niece or daughter or granddaughter is you know is just you know going through hard times, not realizing that actually that's not what it is. And so, but they don't do that. They literally, you, you basically have people turning up. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know why they're there. They don't know what they're meant to do. And again, because there's nothing legally binding with this family group conference, they can offer you the world. doesn't mean they have to give it to you. And that is the hardest part. Now, the one thing I would always say in regards to the family group conference is if you are the person who is getting involved, if you are the, 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 the kinship carer or the potential kinship carer, or you've already had them and you just you know, getting to find out what's going on. Um, what I would always advise from from our experience of it is that you do write down bullet points about what you want to discuss and what you want to say and what you want to give. Because at the end of the day, you know, you are the you are where the book stops, and I've said this a number of times to everyone. You know, it doesn't. You know, yes, there are legal matters. You know, once a court has decided, you know, this is what it is. You know, if 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 the court if the court papers say this parent will only get one one contact a week or one contact a month or one contact a year even, you know, if they come to this family group conference and say, well, that's not fair. I want this. You know, you can be accommodating. It might make things a lot easier for the child for yourselves. You can do that if you want to, but you don't have to. You know, so they so if that parent comes along with their own set of demands unless they match up to what the court advises you know, you you don't have to do anything uh, and that's one of the things that i would always advise with that uh, now the reason that i say just because the, as i say the the um they put this on eastenders and they kind of crowed about it on the kinship um your instagram and on their websites and everything and i understand it, it is it is good that they highlight these things because they are they do need to be highlighted that this is a step this is you know 
I, 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 you know, there, there's so many steps that go along with the kinship process, you know, and, and you don't really know, you know, it, it's as long as a, you know, a piece of string really sometimes, uh, but you, you don't know at what point the family conference, I mean, really it should be a, your know, first couple of weeks thing. It really should be that you, I think we had ours probably after about a year, um, and probably COVID. No, I don't even think COVID. No, I think we were we were way past COVID at that point. I think, um, but you know, obviously, um, you know, it, it it's it's difficult uh, to actually say to people, you know, this is this is what we want, and this is what you 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 know, this is what you can have. Uh, but I would advise that you do make a kind of schedule for yourself. These are the points that you want to talk about. You want to talk about contacts. You want to talk about. Um, what you're schooling you want to talk about you know transport babysitting those type of things who's going to do contact who's going to who's going to administrate it if it needs to be supervised you know, look at like goalposts that you need to go from um because at the end of the day it always does stop with yourself and you know that's one thing that you do need to understand uh so as i say this was just a really sort of a quick look at family group conferences as i say a lot of them ha- you know i've spoken to a number of people who've said that they were great that they you know they really like helped you sort of let off steam they let people sort of come to terms with everything that's going on and you they a lot of them you you, you you know, the families have got back together. It's made the families stronger because you can see, especially if it's actually gone ahead and your know, people have said they'll do contact and they have and they've been involved and that type of thing. You know, it does help to see. Uh, I mean, one of the main things, as I say, is to find out where that support network is. And if you if you have a support network there and you can identify it, it does make things a lot easier. Um, so I'm not going to say that, it's, as I say, it, it's either going to be the best thing or the worst thing. I, I have nothing but negative experiences from them, but I know that there are other people who have have got this support network in place now and they've kind of almost like cleared the air with the parents or whoever it is um, to try and understand what's going on. And as I say, ours kind of deteriorated into like a group therapy session, which wasn't helpful for anyone involved. But you know, sometimes that might be something that's needed, that you clear the air, that you find out the whys and the what and what's and the wherefores. Um, but definitely is something that you you'd usually be advised to, to to do it. And again, that's not you don't have to. You don't have to do a family group conference. It's definitely not something that you you're forced to do anything like that. But I, I would recommend that you do at least uh, consider it because it can help a lot with um, with the you know, with the, ch- the children and everything else. Uh, so I definitely would recommend that you at least consider it. And it, I say, you know, it could be the, the best hour of your of, of your time with kinship, or it could be you know a, a complete waste of time. But um, it's definitely something that you know, obviously all the whenever you're doing the social workers and people like that it's always done by the authorities it's never like an independent thing although i'm sure you could do an in, in, independently but they will obviously arrange everything for you um and obviously it's always best to speak to your social worker whoever's um dealing with you at that time whether it's aftercare or, or anything like that um to see because maybe sometimes you need more than one and maybe that's the issue that you need to identify whittle out all the people i mean i remember as i say i think we invited for the first one like 40 50 people of that about you know half turned up if that and then when we had the second one it was even less people but at least by that point we knew that these people these sort of seven eight people who did turn up were people who we could potentially rely on 
rather than it being just a lot of people turning up to to try and you know, show their solidarity but not actually prove anything. Uh, but as I say, please don't uh, please don't think that it's a bad thing. You know, this, they can be very positive. But again, if you're doing one, don't think that just because they've said that they will do contact or that they will look after the child once a week or anything like that. Don't don't think that that means anything legally binding because it certainly doesn't. It's certainly something that needs to be looked at. Uh, so that's all for me in regards to that. Uh, as I say, I will leave a if I can find the link to that particular episode, I will put it up and say it's on EastEnders, so it's on the BBC, the iPlayer. So if you if you're already watching EastEnders, which a lot of us do, uh, you probably would would see it. And it, it was quite a nice, as I say, it was quite nice for them to show it, and it was quite realistic. Um, I think one of them turned up late, which was kind of our experience as well. So um, so as always, if you got to touch with us. Easiest way, way is through through the social media, through Facebook, through the, the Kinship Pod Twid, Twitter, through the uh, Instagram, through, uh, I think we have a TikTok as well. I'm sure we have TikTok. We obviously, we have our main website. You have the email. You Please do contact us anyway. And if you do want to be involved in any way, please do let us know. Uh, so thank you very much for listening. My name's David, and you listen to the Kinship Care Liverpool podcast. <laughs>